What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shot Callers, presented by 48 Minutes Network. I'm your host, Kyle Brandon. Joining me, as always, my beautiful, lovely, good friend, Ben Brown. What's up, my brother? What's happening, Ben? I just saw uh-huh. that little... Uh, Shimmy shake? That li- I like it. I yeah. like it. Got my shoulder lean going. I like it. What was that? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh, so this week, uh, we got an episode we're going to talk about the dysfunction that is the Washington Wizards. Mm. Are they the most dysfunctional team in the league? We asked Tim Daniel, who's our resident Bulls fan. So he's, of course, the expert on dysfunctional teams. So <laughs> be on the lookout for that. We do talk about an article that I put up this week uh, about Paul George. So make sure you check that out on our website. And that's 48minutesnetwork.com. Uh, we just kind of tweaked how it looks. Um, so just make sure you check that out. Uh, yeah, it's good good one next week we only have one episode for you guys since it is the holidays we're gonna do one super show so um join us for that we're gonna talk about what's on our christmas wish list what we're asking santa for uh as nba fans so be on the lookout for all that good stuff we've got a great episode check it out first our friends state champs I said I'll always remember the wood crying beneath my feet in a busy street. I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I need, and it took me by surprise. Sometimes I think I'm bound for Alright, and we are in here, Ben. Uh, recording this on a Sunday night late. It's like 11 o'clock right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, chance some hoops. Uh, I wrote an article this week about Paul George and um, playoff P. Playoff P. The title. I think the title of the article is "Playoff P to MVP," mm-hmm. which is how all my articles go. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really just what catchy what catchy title can I think of? Absolutely. And then I'll write an article about that. <laughs> That's so. Dope. Uh, this week I'm also coming out with Is Lonzo Balling? I love it. So it's, it's strictly, I'm not even looking for content. I'm no. strictly looking for, for titles. <laughs> no doubt. Um, yeah, basically it's just a tweet and oh, then I have to write an article about what the tweet is. So That's a beautiful process. Yes. <laughs> how, no doubt about that's it. That's how my mind works, unfortunately. So uh, Millennials suck, I know. Uh, <laughs> talked about paul george at the time the article came out um which was oh gosh i want to say it was tuesday tuesday or wednesday ish um the thunder were number one they were number one in the conference um which i feel like we're changing that every single episode it is um we're going from golden state to whoever the clippers um the thunder the nuggets we'll get into the nuggets a little later yeah but Paul George has been straight up balling. You were, you are a Pacers fan. I am. You're used to seeing Paul George balling. I am for sure. Um, How you feeling? I'll tell you what. At, he was good in Indiana. I mean, he was really good in Indiana. Uh, but this has by far been his best season. Um, I think they're, what, 28 games in? Um, he's no doubt carried that team to where they are now. Um, of course, Russell Westbrook is, is what Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's going to do what he does, but Paul George has been just lights out. I think he's averaging uh, 25, eight and four assists. I mean, he's just been lights out and it's night after night. I mean, he's putting up performances that are, you know, MVP esque. I mean, they've been really good. 
Yeah, Duncan Smith had that one tweet uh, that got some traction on on NBA Twitter. There was uh, basically the breakdown of like uh, different categories of Russell Westbrook's game, and I think he said like, "How much help does Paul George need?" <laughs> but it was basically just like like Russ is above average in ISO. Right. Everything else, he just ranked low, and I believe it was points per possession um, for all the different categories, but. It was, it was pretty rough. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like Paul George is kind of the alpha on that team, which I don't think the fans will ever embrace Paul George as a number one. I think that that's Russ's team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Um, I think part of that, I mean, it almost kind of goes back to the Kevin Durant type feel. I mean, people people are endured to Russell Westbrook. I mean, I feel like they love his passion, the way he plays. He's a walking triple-double. He plays hard every night. And I think some of that, you know, you have to have a big... You have to have a big shoulders to be able to carry that. Because Paul George is kind of in an odd spot. I mean, Russell Westbrook hasn't been there. I mean, I mean, he's been there the whole time. Paul George is kind of new to the team. He's not top 10 talent in the Correct. league, right? Correct. So, I mean, he's... The Thunder want to be a top 10 team. Correct. He might not be a top 10 talent. Correct. Kind of that weird spot. Yeah, so he's in a weird spot, but he has done um, remarkably well uh, in the spot he's in doing the things he's been able to do this season. So, so really, when I, when I of course, came up with the title, then I had to really watch Paul George play, like, really closely. Um, when I was watching him, I basically realized that he is, like, the... I don't know the, the the rated R version of Robert Covington. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, he's like Robert Covington's yeah. father. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? um, just three and D wing guy that is just busting his balls out there every yeah. night, man. He so here's here's what surprised me the most when I was looking into him. Okay, mm-hmm. he leads the league in loose balls recovered per game. Yeah, crazy. I mean. It, <laughs> It's very rare that you see the guy who leads your team in scoring and offensive categories also be your defensive leader. Very rare to see that. Um, it's normally your Marcus Smart, right? Correct. A guy it's off the bench. That off like, the bench. That's like, like a Robert Covington. I sure. mean, yeah, it's like yeah, I, mean, I might not be the most skilled guy. Correct. I might be a second round pick, right. something like that. Right. But I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna die for every loose ball. Right. I'm gonna be a bench guy that really brings the motor. Yeah, I mean, and that's how. Patrick Beverly became Patrick Beverly. Exactly. I mean, he was the guy that, you know, he came off the bench, he was the energy guy, and he would just lock people up. It's usually that guy who leads your team in defense. It's usually not a guy with a top-selling Nike shoe, right? Correct. That's the one that's diving on the floor. Correct, yeah. Which is why I thought it was crazy to see. Yeah. Um, Paul George, obviously his length is incredible, mm-hmm. right? Um, he, OKC is leading the league with 10.4 steals a game. They're just... Absolutely, pick picking everyone's pocket. It's, right. It's it's fun to see him swap the ball in the passing lanes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's really how he's getting his steals. He's not. It, it's not much on ball steals, but it's a lot of you know what I mean. Yeah. Just kind of anticipating where the ball is going to go and, and stealing it, um, and then just moving it in transition, yeah. which is awesome. He's the only guy in the league that averages twenty four eight four and two steals. Mm-hmm. I mean, well rounded, showing that he can do it on the offensive side. His team's the best defensive team in the league right now. Uh, we talked about that in the team preview. We did. I was 
maybe a little too optimistic on, <laughs> on KC. At first, I was like, man, I think they're the number two team. And then they started like 0-4. Yeah, it was a bad look. Yeah. They started 0-4, and, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Dreaded team preview. Yeah. Um, but after they started 0-4, they won like 10 out of their next 11 games. Yeah. But I feel like people, myself included, kind of wrote them off because I was like, well, this team started 0-4. Like, that, that's right. not their year, and I wasn't even paying attention to them climbing mm-hmm. up the ranks. So so here they are now. And um, I don't think you're alone in that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm also curious, like, what does Paul George, if if it's even possible, what does he have to do to to be embraced as the best guy on that team? Um, is there is there a roadmap for him to be the best guy on that team, I, or is it always going to be Russell's yeah, team until day leaves? It's hard to overcome that. I mean, especially in that, fa- I mean that fan, yeah, in that, that fan base, um, those fans, um, it would be hard to overcome. Russell Westbrook as being the number one guy, albeit he is playing at a better, higher level right now. Russ is just the heart and soul of that team, so it would be it'd be hard pressed to overcome that. Russ has got another triple double this year. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, just averaging another triple double. Yeah, I mean, and and people try to like make make light of it or don't don't bring it into light that what he's doing is special. Um People are like, oh well, he gets bouncy rebounds. I'm like, well, the ball's going to bounce somewhere. Why? I mean, it's a, like it might as well bounce into his hands. Oh, not, sure. It's not like he's just watching it bounce out of bounds. Sure, but that, I mean, he's, I mean that, you know, if someone used that argument for like against Bill Russell, right, so, right, like right. that would like, get shot down so quick. Yeah, absolutely, so quick. I mean, he's he's going to the ball. That's the whole point of of the game is to okay. find the ball and go yeah. get it. Imagine if people were like. Yeah, Steve Nash averaged a lot of assists. Right. But that's because he was looking to get 10 assists a game. Right. You're right. Like, what are you talking So what? Right. So, what, so what? what? What's the object of the game? What? Score the ball. What are we talking about? Right. So, <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the object of the game. Right. So, yeah. I, I don't know. And as long as, I don't think Russ is doing it, like, overtly to where it's hurting the team. No. Um, and I don't even know how you could quantify that and, like, see that as a yeah. thing. I mean, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, they also do have, at the time I wrote the article, they had the best road winning percentage uh, in mm-hmm. the Western Conference. And I think that just goes to the really old dad saying, defense travels. Yes. I know it's a cliche. You're a coach. Yeah, right? it is. You ever say that as a coach? Um, as basketball, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just because. I can see you saying that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a defensive guy. You know what I mean? So, I mean. Shots might not fall every night. Shots may not fall. Um, your offense may not be going the way you want it to, but defense can always stand tall. So. That's it. So it is good to see the hustle there. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe things are looking up for for Coach Donovan, and they don't have Roberson back yet. Yeah, I mean, they're and that's technically their best defender. He's, he is might be their still best defender. Hurt. Yeah, right. Exactly. Have you seen the transformation of, of Stephen Adams over the last five years? There was like a picture posted. I did see that. <laughs> Dude. He just looks. He looks like he like started to build like an RPG character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you've like been working on it for like yeah. fifteen minutes, and you just finally got done creating your uh-huh. guy. You know what I mean? And that's him. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Like it, like five years ago it was just like the generic like I'm the stock. Or, oh, I'm the stock I'm character. The stock guy. Yes. I'm Pass your, me the ball. I'm your level one character. I'm your- <laughs> And now he looks like his skill tree is just all the way oh, maxed yeah. out. He looks insane. <laughs> but I will. I, I do want to uh, give Stephen Adams a shout out. 
they were down by six in the fourth quarter with like eight minutes left the other yeah. night. And uh, I forget who it was. Guy went Plumley. Plumley went over yeah. the top. And Stephen Adams had easiest layup he'll have all night. Absolutely. Put the ball on the ground, made sure Plumley was okay. Yeah. It was it was just a cool moment. Yeah, I I think that you know, as a competitor, um, you're always thinking about that next move. But as a human being, and as I mean. If you talk to any of those NBA guys, they all feel like they're brothers. You know what I mean? That's a that's a special fraternity to be in the NBA. So for him to put basketball or put some hurt, helping somebody not get hurt over basketball was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool to to be able to switch the flip yeah. switch the flip that yeah. quickly was, yeah. was I neat. mean, he became a human being like that. I mean, it was really quick. So yeah. it was really cool to see. Well, speaking of uh Plumley mm-hmm. and the Nuggets, mm-hmm. this might be your team. I'm, I, I'm I'm letting them be one of your teams. Uh, yeah, I, you I, have the Kings. I of do course, have the your Kings. Pacers. Your, My your, Pacers. Your actual who, team. who just won their seventh game in a row tonight? By the way, we'll get to them. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to them. <laughs> but um, dude, the Nuggets have just been playing really well. I mean, they have. Um, and the one that the one that's been the shocker is uh, Jokic. Jokic is that y- how you Jokic. Jokic is that how you say Jokic. his last name? Steve, okay, Stephen Adams also didn't know Jokic's first first name, name which <laughs> that I don't believe that man. I, I mean, his face in that interview, he looked, he he didn't know it, which is crazy because he's a Western Conference center. Yeah, you gotta watch so much tape on this guy, right? Uh, that's why. I, I, watch out, Hunter Henry. <laughs> it's like Stephen Stephen <laughs> Smith. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Two minute rant. Okay, go Two. for it. If you don't know anything about football or the sport or who's playing in the game, it's not you, fair to say Stephen A. doesn't know anything about the sport, I, right? I, that might not I, be fair. not be fair. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, he does know a little bit about the sport. However, do some homework. Do a little bit of research. Do I mean do your due diligence? That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Do your due diligence before you get on there with two football guys. I mean, I would consider Teddy Bruschi a football guy. <laughs> I would say if you know Teddy Bruschi I mean? is anything, he's a football guy, right? Yeah. And, and for you to mention guys that have no, aren't even playing. One's not even in the league anymore. <laughs> Crazy. One was one was out. Yeah. One hasn't played this year. Yeah. One's not playing in the league. Is out of the league. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. So so I know. Uh, I think Tim and I have talked about this. I don't know if me and you talked about it at the beginning of the year when TNT. Did their little segment of like, where are they now? Yeah, and it was like NBA players. Yeah, and the joke was like, does Charles Barkley know know what player this team is or what team this player? Who they play for? I'm like, this is really cringy. (laughs) This is really cringy that the goal is to like. Hold on, that's not even the best part. One week later, they did the exact same thing with the exact same players. It's terrible. It's terrible. (laughs) Just terrible. It's just horrible. Just terrible. He had that thing, too, where he said Fox needs to work on, like, changing his speeds. And that's been, like, the one thing Fox has worked on. Like, that's that's not a Just terrible. Yeah, just don't talk, because that's how people are going to think that. Just terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fox needs to work on changing his speeds. Yeah. And if you watched him the other night, put Steph Curry in the blender. I thought you were talking about... Barkley. Oh, God. I, um, <laughs> he put something in a blender. It was probably, uh, yeah. milkshake. It was probably a milkshake or Krispy Kreme donuts or something. But he was. Fox has been incredible. Yeah, he's been unreal. Yeah. All right, so the Nuggets. So, yeah, so the Nuggets. I brought this up to you earlier. If you picked four people off the Nuggets 
injury report. Okay. Could they beat four people off the Cavs? <laughs> Hold on, but I, I, but I said, do they do they have love or no love? No love. So the so the the four I'm picking from the injury report give me uh, Gary Harris, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr., mm-hmm. and Vander- Jared Jared Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Give me those four, and you get to pick four from the Cavs' active roster. Who are you picking? Well, Tristan Thompson. Okay. Nancy Jean. Okay. Um, Rodney Hood's still there? <laughs> sure. Yeah, Rodney Hood. Sure, at the time we're recording this. It's, and, after, it's after December 15th, yeah. so it feels like he won't be And uh, Sexton? Okay. Who's winning that game? Oh, the Nuggets Reserves. The Nuggets Reserves are probably winning that game. Yeah, I mean, that's not a question. I mean, just with Isaiah Thomas, a healthy Isaiah Thomas. If if Isaiah Thomas is like Isaiah Thomas from the Celtics, you may have a shot. I I think he'll he'll be still able to ball. Yeah. I think he will. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, me too. I don't, I mean, I I think that he'll be like Trey Young, I guess. Be able to jack up shots. He's a zero. He's a negative on defense. He'll never be a good defender. No, but yeah. He could jack up shots offensively and right. pass the ball. Right. I don't think he can pass the ball as well as Trey Young. But um, yeah, I think it'll be basically that. But going right. off the bench, which is right. fine. But the point I'm making, it's not. It's not really a debate on like do the Cavs suck, right? It's not even that. It's just right. this Nuggets team right now is number one in the West, and look what they have coming still. Yeah, they still got bodies that are coming. And a couple of those guys are young bodies that are young and athletic. Yeah. You know, like your um, Vanderbilt, who's young and athletic. Your Michael Porter Jr., who's young and athletic. I mean, you still have those guys still coming. My question to you is, do people hate Jamal Murray? (laughs) For some reason, he always gets in the scuffles and scuff-ups. It's because I, and he did. Uh, and he did with Russell Westbrook just yeah. last night. So I think that he's he's doing the arrow thing too much. Okay. Right? And I don't know if he has really, I don't want to say earned it, right? Because he's, he's basically like a starting good right. guard right. in the NBA. Okay. So to say you haven't like earned anything. like Right. It's, it's almost semantics. But like, I don't know, like. You probably shouldn't be showboating yet. Probably that's, not yet. Yeah, that's kind of was my right. that's my feel. I mean, I feel like he has he's played how many playoff games total? Zero. Zero. That's right. So zero. So you've never played a playoff game. Correct. So to be just like like shooting your arrow into the crowd and like shoving people and and, and taking shots and stuff like that right. in the games, um, that might not make all the sense in the world. Do you know what I mean? I agree. I think now get a playoff series under your belt and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, it'd be like like a Andrew Wiggins or something, like showboating. It's like, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? So agree, but they are nineteen and nine. And they're number one in the conference. Oh yeah, so, I I, mean, I like Jamal Murray. I I mean, you know, I, I like UK. So you know, I watched you know probably most of Jamal Murray's games when he was in college, and mm-hmm. I really liked him. Um, also, UK has been pumping out guards. Yeah. They've been just pumping yeah. them out, man. It's they've had in the last few years. They've had Fox. Mm-hmm. They've had Murray. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I understand. They've had thanks, Siri. Murray, had, hold on. You said Murray and Surrey popped up. <laughs> hey, Murray. Uh, no, they've had they've had Fox, Monk, Murray, 
uh, Shay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this, that's... Booker. Booker. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, Booker. Ulyss made the NBA. You know, he's not really playing. Yeah. But uh, he was in there for a minute. Yeah. Well, is he on... Is he it on... could be a bull. No, he is a bull. He's on the is bull. he a bull? He got a two-way with the Bulls. Does he not okay. play? No, he went from the Suns. He, he got cut from the Suns, and then he went to Golden State yeah. for a minute. I don't think he... Did preseason. He... Did... Okay, preseason. With... And then uh, now with the Bulls. Which, if you care about the Bulls or want to hear anything about the Bulls, make sure you check out our <laughs> Wednesday show. <laughs> it is the most deep dive into the horror show that is the Bulls. The Miserables. The Miserables. Is that a thing? I've never heard that one before. I, I just made that up. I'm going to trademark it tonight. All right. That's, see, that's how I write an article. That's it. Now you have to write an article called The Miserables. The Miserables. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. There it is. Producer Tim is getting no enjoyment out of this. Tim, I, I expect the final draft in my email in three days. I'm sleep with this. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, um, let's talk about the Wizards. Mm. Speaking of miserable, mm. the some of the, this might be, oh gosh, the weirdest point in the Wizards season, yeah. which included Fat John Wall. It included Austin Rivers going on a podcast preseason and announcing that John Wall was having a kid before John Wall announced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dwight Howard stuff. And we'll leave it at that. And his butt injury. No correlation. <laughs> Just totally separate. Um, then the Brooks scandal. The Brooks, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Brooks Gate. Right. And then this trade. Then, yeah. The trade. trade. Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers for Trevor Ariza. I cannot wrap my head around this one. This one, I feel like I've seen a million different bad trades on Twitter. Yeah. Which is, I think what Twitter's mostly used for is for people to use the NBA trade machine and post stuff that doesn't make sense. Absolutely. I found that that's probably the most popular use of Twitter. Um, most, you know, 99% of the time I can, I can see like why they put those players into the trade machine. Mm-hmm. I cannot figure this one out. I, I can't do it. Well... It's what we talked about before. Like, it's not like the Wizards need more wing players. And on top of that, you take a Trevor Ariza and you trade away a Kelly Oubre, who should be a part of your young nucleus. I mean, should be a guy that you'd want to resign. Should be. Should be a guy that should be a part of the future of this franchise. Should be. And you give him away for Trevor Ariza. They're both so so. Ubre and uh, Ubre and Rivers mm-hmm. are both restricted free agents next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, essentially, if you don't want to keep them, it's an expiring. Right. So the argument that it's expiring isn't valid because you already had expirings, Correct. right? So your books are already cleared. If if you don't want to keep the player, your books are cleared. Correct. Okay. So let's say you don't want to pay Kelly Ubre. That means you want to keep Otto Porter? Right. Which I can't fathom that either. No. Right? Kelly Oubre is not going to get a max. Okay? No. He's not. When when Otto Porter got his contract, that was in the 2000 that was after the 2016 2017 season. He was shooting like 
almost 44% from three that season. He was like leading the league in three-point percentage. He was like a top defensive player that year. He was exactly what you wanted from a wing. You know what I mean? Um, his offensive rating was 129. Otto Porter's offensive rating in 2016-2017 was 129. Wow. Kelly Oubre's this year is 105. They're not going to... Kelly Oubre's not going to get a max. Right. He's not. It's fine. Like, he... If Kyle Anderson got, th- what, four years, $37 million? Correct. Kelly Oubre will get more than that. A, l- a little more. Yeah, sure. Just a little, though. Sure. I mean, not like... Eleven million a year. Whatever. Yeah, you're talking about maybe four years, forty-four. Sure, there you yeah. go. Yeah, put him in that. You know, Justice Winslow. Uh, you know what is what is Stanley Johnson gonna get? What is Justin Winslow? You know, what right. I mean? like that you're, yeah, you're in you're in a four-year thirty-eight, sure. four-year forty. Rondé so Hollis Jefferson, Kelly. Yep. Yeah, yep. Right, right there. Sure. Um, he's just not gonna break the bank. He's twenty-three. Mm-hmm. You traded up to get him. You did, yeah. Wasting draft picks. To bring in Trevor Ariza. To bring in Trevor Ariza. So, like, so Trevor Ariza used to play for Washington, right? Mm-hmm. And that was back with Wall and... Did Tim just get ice cream? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a power move. Just eat ice cream in front of me. Uh, looks delightful. Um, I thought it hurts. So, <laughs> so Ariza used to play for the Wizards, okay? And... That was, what, five years ago or so? Yeah, 2012-13, 2013-14. Perfect, okay. I think that they're trying to get the band back together. I, th- I think that they're just like, oh my gosh, these players hate these players hate management, upper management, so much that the only thing we can do is just run it back and get the band back together. <laughs> back. I, th- I think that's seriously it. That's the only thing I can think of. It's like... Is instead of them yelling at me, we'll get thirty-three-year-old Trevor Reza in here, and he'll be like the buffer because it's like, hey, you got your old buddy back, right. yeah, you yeah. got your old buddy. <laughs> it's all cool. It's all good. It's good. You got your old buddy. Trevor Reza is not going to resign. He's no. just going to go back to being horrible next year. Correct. You're not going to have any youth to resign. No. Austin Rivers was definitely not no world beater by any means. No. Still a top three recruit in 2011. Agree. With right next to he was graded the same as Anthony Davis in 2011. People thought he was the same talent level as Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. He's obviously not as good as Anthony Davis, but I'm saying like he's still a young asset. Right. A combo guard. Absolutely. <sighs> and you get Trevor Ariza. The Suns got a steal. Oh, the Suns now. Now this is a move that I never thought the Suns could make right. or pull off. Just for, I mean, their owner just was on on internet this week talking about, hey guys, I still believe in the Suns, I'm not going to move them. Like, he's trying to make all these pleas because he knows that the fans are like, what are you doing? So then he turns around and pulls this move off, gets Ariza off the books and out. You bring in two young, viable, talented guys, which I still think Ubre is going to be a good player. Absolutely. You know, for the Wizards to give up on him that quick is kind of dumb, but... I mean, for Arizona, it's going to be a gain. I mean, now you've added this guy with a Booker, with another, with a point guard, with Rivers, mm-hmm. and now you've got that, and you've got DeAndre Ayton, whatever he's going to turn out to be. But you still got a now you got a young nucleus, and you're still going to get a high draft pick because you're not going to finish high in the in no. the uh, standings. Probably, they'll probably get the. I mean, right now they're pacing to get the number one. Pick. Right. So if you get the one, then you bring in Zion Williamson. Yeah. 
But here's mm-hmm. here's my thing is how does this wing rotation work out? Um, they seem, I mean, it's a it's a good mix of riches to have. Right? Mm-hmm. We see, you know, Boston do it and stuff like that. They just get a bunch of guys that are six eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can, can run the floor. They can switch. Houston did it last year. You know, Golden State does it where everyone on the floor is six seven or above. Mm-hmm. You know, they're around six seven ish. Um, but now Phoenix has. They don't have a reason, but they have uh, Ubre, mm-hmm. Josh Jackson, mm-hmm. Mikhail Bridges, T.J. Warren. You know how does that all work out, or is that just you know your depth? You're you're able to to pull you know whatever t- pick your two. It doesn't matter right. to me. You know you you can pull Josh Jackson and Mikhail Bridges off the bench. Right, that's cool. Yeah, if that's how you want to do it, that's cool. Um, but you know, and then they also have Bender, which is. You know, like, is he going to stay on the team? Who right, knows? But, right. you know, he, he's still a four. Um, so they're they're definitely they're definitely hefty at the at the wing position. Yeah. If only they could have traded Josh Jackson for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, they could. Oh, fantasy basketball! Oh, I love you. <laughs> no, they could. No, that was a real thing. No way. Yes. When? Yes. Dude, this was before the Boston trade. The Cavs really wanted. Josh the Cavs Jackson. wanted Josh Jackson. Called up Phoenix, dude. I'm se- hold on. I'm serious. They called up Phoenix and they're like, "Give us Josh Jackson. We'll give you Kyrie Irving." Suns are like, "Can't do it, Chief." You're kidding. So okay, hold on. We're sitting here right now. We're all looking at Dead each ass. other. No, for real. <laughs> for real. Yep, it's true. Wow. So wow. Yeah, yeah I know. Really. Um, wow. So, yeah. Think about it. They could have had Kyrie Irving, Dang, Devin Booker, possibly Luca. Luca. I mean, if you and then Zion, oh. and then they could have just like signed Boogie or something, right? Well, because then yeah, right. you have those those four. You're going to get another big free agent to come here and sign, play. You sign Boogie, and that's your five. Yeah, woo! <laughs> that's that's smoking, man. But instead, poor Phoenix. How old's Kyrie? Twenty six. Yeah, I think so. so. At the time, he was twenty four. Like you didn't want a twenty four year old All Star champion guard. It was the Pacers, the Suns, and the Cavaliers because that was the deal the Cavs were going to get Paul George. Oh. And the Suns were going to get Kyrie. But I can't seem to find what the Pacers were getting. Jackson then. Had been Jackson. Yeah, they would have got yeah. Jackson. Uh, Josh Jackson, Jared Dudley, and Amon Shumpert. Sure. Shumpert's been fine. Shumpert's yeah. been fine this Shumpert's year. Shumpert's been he's actually... Like, he's been a kind of a bright spot. He's reborn. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, King's Twitter doesn't want to trade Shumpert now. <laughs> I feel like I'm like neck deep in King's Twitter, for real. Uh, well, I'm like part of it. I know. You're in. I'm in. <laughs> I follow I follow all the guys from Sacktown. Shout <laughs> Sacktown out. Ro- Shout um, out to Sacktown Royalty. And then I just follow more people from them. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's that's probably eighty percent of the trade machine stuff I see. Yeah, is them absolutely. So, this is my weekly shout out to Richard Ivanowski. Shout out, brother, no, I love no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Our guy. Yeah, but also there was the uh, the Brooks trade, which the word Brooks was the number one trending thing on Twitter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I couldn't believe this. This was this. By far was that was the <laughs> the classic two AM Brandon. Yeah, but like like that is one of the worst 
kind of GM trade flubs I think I've ever seen. Like it was just horrible to read through that. And as the as the tweets and things were coming through, it was getting worse. It was like it was like like this this can't be high. like this can't be real. So my understanding of it and reading it, my brain just melted. So correct me on any of this. <laughs> if it's not, I literally just, just couldn't do it. All right. Uh, my understanding of it was that Phoenix and Memphis didn't actually communicate themselves. They communicated through Washington. Okay. Okay. So Memphis calls Washington, says we're going to send over Brooks, and we're going to send over whatever else. I don't even freaking remember. Mm. Um, And so Washington then calls Phoenix. He's like, my guy, I got Brooks for you. Nobody's saying first name. Bruh, I got Brooks for you, right? Like, he only had 140 characters to work with or something. They're just like, I have Brooks, we'll send now. <laughs> Phoenix was like, count us in. Deal. And then they're like, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, you guys get Marshawn Brooks. And they're like, like whoa, 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 whoa. Marshawn Brooks? <laughs> Marshawn Brooks? What? <laughs> No. No. I'm not taking a 29 year No. No. <laughs> it was just a game of telephone. Gun roll. Wait, Marshawn? What? Wait, Marshawn Brooks. Where's Dylan Brooks? Where's Dylan? Oh, no. You guys don't get Dylan Brooks. Right. Oh, no, I'm not doing... I ain't doing that. No. I ain't no. doing that. No. So, That's going to be a no for me, dog. It was just... Oh, it, was, it was horrible. Yeah. My wife... My, this is how I trick my wife. Um, I'll be like, hey, if you cook dinner, I'll let you open a Christmas present. <laughs> and she's like, oh, word. She'll start cooking dinner. I'll go, yeah, you can open your Christmas present. Yeah, Christmas. Oh, I get her like that. Got her. <laughs> got her. And that's what they did. They straight up got him. Like, yeah, we'll give you Brooks. I'm like, Marsha! It's Marsha Brooks! Surprise! <laughs> that's horrible. Oh my god! Terrible, terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, Washington wow. has um, little to no future now. Yeah, they have little to no depth. Um, their draft pick Troy Brown Jr. hasn't really been playing that much. Hasn't really been that much of a factor. They haven't kept their draft picks from their last few years. It doesn't seem to make sense to me at all. Do they move any of the big two from there? It doesn't seem like they're moving. I mean, I mean, that's what I'm going to. It doesn't seem like they're trying to do well, anything. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're trying to move Porter because if you move Porter, you have Ubre just to step in. And you know, if we're saying Ubre at what eleven million, this is just a rough estimate. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a GM. Uh, if they say Ubre at eleven million and you trade out Porter, well, you just say fifteen mil a year, right? On your three, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. It just doesn't seem like that's what they're going to do. It seems like they're, you know, they're either going to keep Porter, or they're going to trade him away for what another win. I don't know. Right. It does. None of it makes sense to me. Do Beal or Wall move? I don't know. I th- I I feel almost like I felt when the Pistons traded for Blake Griffin that it was like I can't afford to lose this season because right. I'm going to get fired if I do. Right. 
So I well, aren't they like nineteen and nine or nine and nineteen or something like that? Yeah, it's like, like they're. I like, have to do something right now. So we're going to go out and get Trevor Ariza. Can we stop? Can we stop acting like Trevor Ariza will have a positive impact <laughs> right. on a bad team? Like, like we've done. Like that we're nine and nineteen, and we make that's the move we make. We okay. So we've done the whole Trevor Ariza on a bad team for twenty eight games already, and it's just they're not, still bad, not working. He's right. averaging ten points a game. Yeah. He's shooting like 36% from yeah. three. I think he's shooting 37% from the field. Yeah. I, like, I just don't care. He's not like this lockdown, switchy defender that's going to put you in a torture chamber anymore. Right. I don't... What is he? Right. What is he? But if... Like, but that's 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 my point. Right. What so you're you? like... So what... So you're 9 and 19. Your team's going nowhere. What is... My best move is to move a young guy, two young guys... And bring in a 33-year-old guy who's half of what he was. The only thing that Ariza does better... Um, defensive rating, I think they're like two points apart. Mm-hmm. Like I think Ariza is better by defensive rating by two points. But Ubre has a better offensive rating by two points than Ariza. Mm-hmm. So it's a net It's a net wash. They have the same net rating. Right. Ubre shoots better from the field, but Ariza shoots better from three. I don't know, man. It... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would be showing up to practice, cussing out the coach and the GM. Yeah. If I was on the Wizards, I would just go back to Fat John Wall and just <laughs> phone it in, just collect my forty-four million dollars and just eat ice cream with my pregnant wife, like John Wall did. <laughs> That's the only note. Just who cares? Who cares about the Wizards anymore? Fat John Wall. Fat John. The whole thing's been a joke. The whole thing's a joke. Yeah. I, it's a dumpster fire. Right. Tim, better or worse than the Bulls? Um, I'm gonna say worse. Worse, worse than the Bulls. So not like only because the Bulls have players with upside. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, I, I would agree. With yeah, because next year you look and you're like, yeah, our cap sheet looks decent. Yeah. And some of these players have upside, so that's awesome. And you don't, you can't say that about Washington. So right. Washington's screwed. Um. You know, maybe the worst position in the NBA. I don't know. The Miami Heat are in a terrible position. I wouldn't want to be the Heat at all. No. Um, but you know, maybe the maybe the Wizards are in the worst spot in the NBA. Who knows? That team's that team's not going to get the top three pick. Um, they're gonna, I'm sure they're going to find a way to botch that as well. They're they're just terrible. <laughs> just terrible. I don't even know what you do. I I really don't. I don't know anymore. Kelly Oubre was like the one thing you had to fall back on. You had Kelly Oubre, and it doesn't matter which of the two guards you get rid of. If it's John Wall or Bradley Beal, you had Austin Rivers, who's cheaper than both of them, and he's mm-hmm. a combo guard. So, you know, you trade John Wall, you can play Rivers at the one. You trade Beal, you can play Rivers at the two. And, you know, any insurance you had on guards or, or forwards is just gone now. So right. doesn't doesn't even matter. Which I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised because I just picked up Trevor Reza, but... I'm surprised they didn't try to move one of those two. Absolutely, yeah, right. To you know, get a get a player, get some draft picks. If yes. you're going to rebuild, do something. Yes. But, but like we just said, they traded for Trevor Ariza. And, and they like, are they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. The fact <laughs> the fact that they didn't say like, yeah, you can have Kelly Oubre, but you mm-hmm. have to take Jan Mahinmi. Mm-hmm. And we'll take Trevor Ariza or something, right. whatever it is, something like that. Right. It, like if that trade would have went through, I'd have been like, "Oh, that makes probably sense. makes more sense." Absolutely. 
I don't know, man. I'm glad I'm not a Washington fan. Oh, I'm. I am glad that. I mean, we're both Eastern Conference fans. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm glad that I don't have to worry about Washington. Exactly. Anymore. I am. I'm, I'm legitimately glad. Yeah. Not would, a threat. I would still like to see my Pistons get John Wall. I'll stand by that one. I I think that's a good move. Yeah. I think that's a good move. Yeah. So I think in the right situation, John Wall could be a positive. Yeah. Me too. You know. Yeah. I think Dwayne Casey's uh Yeah. That's what I mean. Like they can hold him now. I think Dwayne Casey's a a good enough coach to be able to settle him and put him in the right spots. And on top of that too, you have Drummond who's top five center. And you've got Blake Griffith who's a top five power forward. Top two or three. Yeah. I mean if we go if we go through power forwards, who's above him? Are you gonna do Draymond's above him? Yeah. Draymond. Is Draymond above him though? Right now? No, not right now. Like, what do you what do you classify Anthony Davis? I don't know. Maybe four. Freak four. of nature. Sure. Yeah. Four. Well, I was going to say. I mean, yeah. he's, he's Anthony kind Davis. Of a... um, like Lamarcus Aldridge. Okay. Who would you rather have, Lamarcus Aldridge or Blake? Blake. Blake. Um. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. Kevin Love or Blake. Blake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Th- right. Paul yeah. George is probably a three, not a four. Yeah. I would yeah. classify him at three. Yeah, Blake. I mean, Blake's the top. You know, maybe Porzingis when Porzingis is healthy, but yeah, that's still to be seen. Right. Blake or Luca. Luca. Luca for sure. Like this season or overall. Just this season. Ah, uh, probably Blake then. Yeah. Probably Blake. Well, I mean, I know upside. You're going to take Luca. Like, sure, right. <laughs> but like, you know, three years. Who? Who right. would you take? Right. There, then that's, right, then that's you're, that's, yeah. Um, but, but Blake is like, you know, in my opinion, you know, and I'm obviously biased, he's a top, top power forward. Are you trying to find a power forward that's better than Blake? Is that what you're doing, Tim? No, I'm actually looking <laughs> at the season stats between Blake and Luca just to see if they look like together. Oh, gosh. Um, what else you got? So, hold on, I was trying to, oh, you got right. to pull up the Blake and Luca thing, now I'm in. Well, I mean, obviously, Blake scores more. I mean, right, yeah, Blake's absolutely. Blake's putting up 26 a game. So, advanced, though. Oh, I know what I want. Can we get, we're we're going to get back to that, Tim. Okay. So, sidebar, get everything ready for it. Yeah. It's what you Blake. got? There's nothing. It's Blake right It's Blake. Now. It's Blake, it's yeah. Blake. yeah. Um, Swaggy P on Catfish. Did you see it? No. Swaggy <laughs> P. So, do you watch Catfish? Um, Man, I try to because I do really love Catfish. Um, cause it's, it is a great show, but I missed <laughs> Swaggy P was on. So, Swaggy, so hold on, somebody. He was a host. He was a host. Oh, yeah, okay. Host. So was he, he with, uh, was he with Neve or him Max? And Neve. Okay. Him and Neve. So Max is done with the show. Um, Max is done with the show? He's done with the show. He's doing his own career. Big ups to Max. Oh, I've cool. Seen, I've seen every episode of Catfish. I, I will watch Catfish the night it comes out. Uh, me and my wife will pop popcorn and watch Catfish, okay? So, oh, I'm man. like, I'm needy okay, in the Catfish game, okay. okay? I'm a little, I'm sad that Max is gone. I I, was, I didn't know he was gone. It's a great show. It's an absolutely incredible show. It's on MTV. If you haven't seen it, you must watch it. Um, so, Swaggy P is the co-host. They're trying to figure out who's going to replace Max. Right. So, Swaggy P is one of them. Okay. Uh, and, obviously, he's not going to get it because I mean, yeah, he he's, signed, he got signed. He got signed, right. Um, but... Let me just tell you some of the some of the highlights from this episode. Okay? Oh, swaggy! 
Um, so she, <laughs> Shelia was the person that was getting catfished. Okay. Yeah? And have you ever heard of the show Love and Hip Hop? Absolutely. It's on VH1. Absolutely. So Shelia was DMing so, uh, someone's Instagram from that show. From Love and Hip Hop, okay? Yeah, yeah. This person verified, blue check mark, million followers, was DMing their direct account that had a million followers, okay? Nick meets her, instantly calls her a gold digger <laughs> on TV. And um, it's it, like in the first scene, in the first scene they Skype, calls her a gold digger. Swaggy. He then also calls her kind of crazy and stalkerish. It's really good television. Wow, Swaggy went in. It's really good television. He was really trying to get that job. Yeah, it's really good. Um, he accuses... <laughs> so, this is a spoiler alert. If you're going to watch Catfish, this is the time where you, you pause it and uh, move, yeah. move ahead one minute. I'll yeah. wrap it up quick. So, move ahead one minute from right now. Um, so, they, they find out the person is... They're messaging the guy's real account. The guy really shows up from Love and Hip Hop. It's mm-hmm. him. He's like, yeah, but I don't run my social media. My cousin does. His cousin comes out. He's been DMing thousands of people. He's a creep, total creep guy. And uh, Swaggy's like, man, that guy was stealing some of my moves. He's a player. He's been stealing some of my moves. <laughs> so just all in all, really entertaining TV. Oh, my Swaggy God. Swaggy is very funny. Um, they're usually really, really sympathetic with the cat, with the person that's being catfish. Yeah. Not sympathetic. Uh, borderline roasting her. It's a good hour of TV. I was gonna say usually they're pretty sympathetic with the person. Oh, getting kind of. not at all. I mean, he's like, he's like, you're kind of stalkerish. <laughs> he's like, oh, so you're just being a gold digger. Oh my gosh, oh, swaggy. She, she going writes, in. she writes the guy a poem, and swag, and he finishes it. And he's like, yeah, you're kind of crazy, you're kind of <laughs> creepy, like. Good old swag. It's really good. And he got signed this week, so big week. For he swag. did. Big week for he swag. Did. He's a nugget. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Nuggets. Yeah. Your team. One of my teams. Shout out to Swaggy. That's like one of my wife's favorite players, too. Is so. it really? Swaggy, swaggy P? Gotta love him. Um, He's fun, man. But yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, more veteran depth for, for Denver, which is already a deep team. Um, and more swag for them. Absolutely. We could all use a little more swaggy pee in our lives. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No uh, doubt about it. What else you got, Chief? I want to talk about my Indiana Pacers. Let's do it. Buddy. Winner of how many straight? Seven after their win over the Knicks tonight. Love it. So seven straight wins. Actually, we just got Oladipo back this past weekend. I think on Friday was his first game back. I know that because he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. So... But I'm really excited about the other guys. Um, we've had some guys really play well. Like Thaddeus Young has played well. Uh, Sabonis has been amazing. I mean, he's a double-double guy off the bench. In 15 um, minutes, he's yeah, a double-double. Yeah, I mean, he plays like, I think his average is like 17 minutes maybe. Um, and he is just killing it. I don't mean to derail you. Question about Sabonis. Yes, sir. Could he... If he played a full 32 minutes a game or whatever, a full slate, mm-hmm. do you think that he would continue at that pace? Or do you think his motor, like a Montrezl Harrell, do you think his motor is just like, I'm going to give it 300% for these 17 minutes. Right. I'm going to just go absolutely bananas for 17 minutes. And that's what I have. Um, I think it's the latter. You think? Okay. Yeah, okay. I think he's 
if you put him in for... Like, per 36 six, wouldn't even be fair to look at his <coughs> per 36 right, numbers. Right, Because that's not Yeah, because he's asked to play in five-minute burst. Yeah. So, I mean, he plays hard for five minutes. I mean, well, granted, he's averaging 15 and 10 in those 17 minutes. But he's asked to play in five-minute burst, six-minute burst. He can play, you know, usually play comes in, end of the first, plays into the second, comes out. And then, you know, it's into the third. And if he's on a roll, he'll play the fourth. If not, then they'll sub him back in. But, yeah, he's just a burst guy. Per 36 is not fair for him. But and he's, he's shooting, like, something crazy from the field. Yeah, he? he's he's shooting. It's like, where is it at? 68? Yeah, it's like 68 or 71% or something, something like that. Crazy. Something crazy. Yeah, he's, he's lighting it up. Crazy. He's lighting it up. But, I mean, they've gotten, they've gotten a lot of key contributors as far as, we're going to strange look from producer Tim. I'm sorry. While I was listening, I came across a video where Dennis Rodman gave Post Malone an Olive Garden gift card for Christmas. Spread the love. Yeah. yeah. It's the Brooklyn way. But yeah, um, Sabonis has been big for them. Um, Bogdanovich has been big for them. Bogdanovich is averaging 16 and 4. I mean, he's been kind of big. It's been his best year. He's a career scorer of 12, 12 points. He's up to 16 this past year. And um, getting big minutes from actually Miles Turner has actually played pretty well. So um, it's been a collaborative effort. Um, they've gotten big minutes from guys that you didn't expect to give big minutes, and it's been pretty cool. Like I said, they've won their last seven, and they just got uh, Oladipo back, their all-star shooting guard. So. Hopefully they continue to play while they're third in the Eastern Conference right now. So are they in the market to be making any moves? Um, is there any moves that you feel like they need to make? Because I, I, what's the ceiling for this? Team? I was going to say, can they get you know what I mean? Can they get past the second I, round? I've been a little bit disappointed in Tyreek Evans. Like he hasn't been, he hasn't been the backup guy that I thought he would be. Um, I'd like to see them get. Maybe get another backup guard, maybe wing guy. So my buddy Jordan always talks about Tyreek Evans, and uh, Jordan's a Sacramento fan. Mm-hmm. And Tyreek Evans started for he did. Sacramento, and kind of had this freedom um, of just like being able to do whatever he want wanted because the team was bad. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe similar to like a DeAndre Ayton or something like that, or yeah. or like a like a uh, Tim Hardaway kind of thing. Right. Where, like, you can just do whatever you want. We're going to lose. Score as much as you want. But we're not learning good habits. We're not learning winning habits. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of being reckless with it. And I think it, I think it's Tim Hardaway that he always compares it to. But I fear that he kind of just had such a long leash that he was able to just do yeah. whatever he wanted. And I don't know if that developed great habits. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, he hasn't. I mean, he's he's played decent in, in spots and spurts, but I don't. I'm not sure how well um, his play fits into what they want to do. So um, I, they may be looking to make a move on that end as far as trying to find uh, a backup uh, shooting guard or wing. They're um, four and a half over the cap. What's that? They're only four and a half million over the cap. Yeah. So. And they have a from Kyle Quinn. They have a four and a half million kicker. I mean, four and a half oh, million really? Oh, well, there you go. So, but yeah, I would like to see them make a move there. Um, I do like the Joseph, the backup point guard. He's he's played really well. Um, but 
I would like to see them make a move as far as shooting guard or wing. So, but they're playing their well now. I mean, they're they're kind of rolling, and like I said, they just got a little depot back. So, are there any shooting guards or wings that you think would? Ian, what about a KCP? Ooh, we talked about him. We talked about KCP. We, did we talked about him earlier. That I see. I think. Where is this hate for KCP? I'm I'm a Pistons fan. I feel like if. If anyone's going to be hating KCP, I should be at the front of the line, but, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't take the whatever we offered him. It was like 18 million for four. You know, right? 18 million a year for four years. I'm glad he didn't accept it, but, but he's definitely no scrub. Um, he's averaging more points a game than Trevor Ariza, which it seemed like it seemed like the move was like get rid of KCP, which is also an expiring uh, for. Trevor Ariza, which is not a move anymore, but it just didn't make sense to me. Um, they're, you know, KCP shooting 35% from three. Trevor Ariza shooting 36. Uh, KCP's better from the floor. He's averaging, you know, let's see, five point, four points a game more uh, mm-hmm. per 36 minutes. I don't know, better free throw shooter. You know, I just, I don't know. They're averaging like the same amount of blocks and steals a game. It, right. I don't think that KCP's that bad. No. By any means. I still think he's a 3 and D player. Um, maybe the 3 is not that that strong, but like there are times that when he wants to turn it on as an all, on-ball defender, he can he can lock someone down. Right. Yeah. I don't um, know. I think he's I think he's a good add to pretty much, I think he could fit on any team. Well, I think that if he got into the right situation, I think that he would help any team that he got on. I agree. Um, his numbers are down a little bit this year. Part of that, of course, is the LeBron effect. I mean, yeah. You know, you're you're going to get a, a diminished role um, in that aspect. But if you add him to a team that, that needs a guy who can play some defense, hit some threes, uh, you know, can do some other things special, um, he would be a guy that you'd want to pick up. I mean, I think that he's a... Uh, I think he's a guy that can help any team that you want to put him on. I agree. When when he was in Detroit, his usage percentage was at 19. Now, this year, it's at like 16. So, right. I mean, of course, it's declining. He's getting the ball less. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think that we've swung so far the other way on KCP. Right. I think at one point, he was probably overrated uh, when we were looking at like an $18 million a year contract. But I think now... Because of that number and that stigma, we swung so far the other way. Yeah. To where he's just like, he's trash, he needs to go now. Right, like, yeah. He's still 25 or 26, still a young wing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's Still see. room to grow. It's like, he's still, mm-hmm. he's still only like 25. Right, like, right. Calm down. It's actually okay. <laughs> it's it's yeah. really fine. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Field goal attempts. Yes, field goal attempts are at 11, so... Which is, you know, it's at the lowest it's been in the last, like, five years right. or whatever. So, you know, he's, but, he's shooting the ball less. So I don't know. But he's got, I mean, he's got a different dynamic out there now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he's also got to split everything with, you know, LeBron's going to take, obviously, more shots. Mm-hmm. He's competing with Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. He's competing with Lance Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Ingram's playing, like, a two now. Right. He's like a two. Yeah. It's, really, it's weird. It's a weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of shots to try to split. Yeah, yeah. And I know this isn't the measuring stick, but like ESPN Fantasy Basketball has him as a shooting guard and a shoot and a small forward. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he is playing it too. So, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of mouths to feed there, and I think that KCP's done a fine job in the role. I just don't see where moving to a 33 year old Trevor Reza is like for sure the definite way to go. Right. And I don't understand how we how like everyone came to this unanimous conclusion. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm with you. I don't think that KCP is swinging your championship odds really one way or the other. I think he just provides good depth. Maybe right. you don't need him for $12 million a year, but I don't think that you need Trevor Reza for fifteen. So <laughs> You ain't lying. So I don't know. That's <laughs> that's where I'm at. I don't, I don't know. You're not lying. I do know that KCP is on a winning team in the Western Conference, and Trevor Reza was not. And... Not even close. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> and and like, didn't it wasn't helping the calls. It wasn't helping. Like didn't care. Wasn't running back. Like right. just didn't care. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I've also seen glimmers of KCP actually trying on defense, and I mean he'll put yeah he can lock people he'll put up. dudes on house arrest. <laughs> Absolutely, he'll lock people up, no doubt. <laughs> and he'll be on. All right, man. I think that's all I got. All right, brother. Uh, next week will be our um, Christmas wish list show. Mm. Um, so we'll just have the one episode. It'll be an extravaganza, our little holiday episode. Um, so make sure you guys tune in for that. Be on the lookout. Make sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd really, really appreciate it. Any feedback would be great, too. Um, you can tweet at us, at 48 Minutes Network. Um and then on the at 48 minutes network of course you can find our handles um at good luck kyle and at ben underscore brown 98 yes sir so make sure you guys are checking us out we also got the website uh 48 minutes network.com where we got articles up tim's doing some awesome college stuff so make sure you peep that too appreciate it we'll talk to you guys next week see you guys it's all folks